Hey everyone, this is the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast, and my name is Ben Wilson, and I'm one of the hosts of this show. This week is all about making good choices between relationships and all the things that we believe have to be done a certain way. This is an important topic for anyone, and we hope it helps you. I also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. They make math fun, and you can check out their website, teachingtextbooks.com. So, let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Hey everybody! Welcome again to another exciting episode of the Family Man, the Family Man, the Smiling Homeschooler. Um, we're glad you joined us. Thanks for taking some time out just to listen to us. We hope it's super encouraging. I was just telling uh, everybody that uh, we're on this side of uh, Ike and Carolyn's honeymoon. They got home last Wednesday. And uh, like we did for Ben and like we did for Sam, it's always fun when they get to come home because then we get to hear about all the details. And um, it was a lot of fun. They spent their honeymoon in uh, Disney World and they were a little nervous about the hurricane, but that turned out okay. Um, They got to spend an extra night and that was fun. And they had an amazing time. They had an amazing time. Um, But uh, tomorrow is our first official co-op. Uh, our homeschool co-op, and I know the kids are excited. I just heard one of them say, oh, I can't wait till tomorrow because, you know, they get to be with all their friends. And and I'm the gym teacher, the PE teacher, so tomorrow's my first day. I'm a little nervous, you know, because uh, I haven't blown the whistle for, like, all summer. Um, and uh, you never know what you're going to get because uh, I like a big group, and sometimes we have a big group, sometimes we have a small group, and it's a lot harder with the small group. And when the kids are younger... Sometimes it's a little painful, Um, but, uh, you know, we're excited because homeschool co-ops are so important. I don't know if you're in a homeschool co-op, but and you don't have to be. There were times when my wife didn't want to be a part of one um, just because she felt like she had too many kids and it was just too hard to go. And it was uh, (laughs) draining to go and not encouraging to go. Um, But for the last couple of years, we've been part of a great co-op. In fact, next week, we're going to talk to one of those co-op members. um, And we're excited about that. but uh, uh, I know it's a huge encouragement to my wife now, and it's a huge encouragement to my kids. And that's what really, uh, you can go to our website, you know, and nominate your homeschool co-op as a Smiling Homeschooler co-op. That we, you know, we, we tag it as a Smiling Homeschooler co-op because, uh, you know, everybody's looking for a place where they can get encouragement and they can be encouraged in the, in the journey that they've uh, set forth on. And sometimes homeschool co-ops are discouraging. You know, if you're a part of one of those, quit, you know, because it might discourage you right out of homeschooling. I actually um, heard of uh, homeschool. Actually, one of the guys, I just recently uh, started a new job, which has been awesome. And it's a great Christian group of guys for some, at least most of them. Um, but one of the guys, he was homeschooled. And he said in Michigan, he was part of a group where it was humongous. It was really I don't even think a homeschool co-op, but anyways, but he said it was huge. Everyone had to pay, you know, a certain amount or whatever, and they were actually going to buy a building and like staff it. And I, and he was like, isn't that pretty much just a school? And I was like, yeah, that sounds like one. I think that's the definition. So if you're in one of those, that may not be homeschooling anymore. Just saying. But I thought that was interesting. And to any dads listening, you know, like I said, I'm doing the gym. So, uh, you know, I don't necessarily do it because I love to give up all my time to go do the gym part, even though it's a lot of fun. I do it because I, I want the moms not to have to do it. And so I'm using, kind of, since I can, I'm using it to encourage the moms. Uh, maybe your dad, maybe your dad, maybe your husband would be willing to do something like that, uh, you know, or you don't have to. It doesn't take a lot of planning and it can be a lot of fun. And it's an opportunity to serve our wives by uh, encouraging them, 
letting them have some time where they can kind of just, you know, shoot the breeze and just talk while we're doing um, phys ed. But uh, if you live down in Florida, this would be a good time to give a commercial for the Saints of Florida, Saints International, led by Coach Rick. Um, it's the most amazing PE program anywhere. Um, Rick Andreessen, he's the founder and the leader of it. Um, and they do thousands of kids every week um, spread all over South Florida. And it even spreads up, I think, into Jacksonville and uh, in Texas and in Nevada. And uh, but if you're looking for a great program, that would be one of those programs you should you should look into. But enough of that. We're well, going to talk today. I want to ask you a quick question yeah. before you get started. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Melanie here. She said, are co-ops expensive to join? I don't think we've ever talked about that. Uh, and do you guys pay anything for the current one? I don't think we usually we do. do but... We pay a little bit because um, it pays for um, some of the things, um, some of the supplies. They don't charge for the, the church that lets them use the, the building. They don't charge for that. So it's very reasonable. I know some of them are very expensive. There are some groups out there that charge a lot of money to be a part of their co-op. But they usually have outside teachers. Um, you know, they have outside, outside resources. But I'll tell you, we've been a part of co-ops where you didn't pay a nickel, you know, where it was just a couple of moms who got together and decided that they were going to form a cooperative where the moms could encourage each other and the kids could be around other kids. So, you know, again, I, I think the purpose of a co-op is to be encouraging. If it doesn't serve that purpose, I don't know, some moms, uh, there was a mom in our group last year who probably won't be in it this year because she said, you know, I don't really look forward to the time together. Um, it's not something that I need um, to be encouraged and my kids are okay. And so, you know, there's no guilt in not being a part of a co-op as well. Yeah, and I, and actually, uh, one of the other commenters said theirs is two hundred ten dollars a year, and maybe I feel like other than co-op, it should almost be like I don't know, homeschool support group or something like that. Like there's other names if you know, it's it's really for the support side of things, not just uh, encouragement, not just homeschool encouragement group. I don't know, something like that. It doesn't have to be a big, big fancy thing. So that's but. true. That's true. Um, even though there are a lot of big fancy things out there. Um, okay. Well, we're going to move on to like the topic at hand today, um, and it's uh, it was kind of started by a, a comment that a well-meaning mom said last week on one of the posts. We were talking about um, I'd shown a picture of a messy homeschool room, and I was surprised by how many people passed it around. But I was also surprised because as I went to check on it, one of the first comments I read was one about a mom who was like, she didn't say this exactly, but it was kind of like, well, you know, I could never I could never uh, live in an area like this. I don't think this is good teaching of your children to teach them basically to be pigs. And uh, some of the moms, you know, they kind of uh, defended that and they said things like, oh, you know, well, I think Todd exaggerated a little bit by showing this really messy room. But other moms are like, that's what my house looks like. It doesn't even look that nice, you know. Um, because you, the picture, I think, was this really nice house. You could tell it was a really nice house, a really nice homeschool room with lots of stuff all over the thing. But I've been thinking about it ever since. In fact, I wrote last week's email kind of about that. Um, but, you know, so I thought maybe we'd talk about when, uh, when our preferences become an excuse to pick, to, to, to be over the relationship with our children. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but what I mean by that is I want to help you choose what's right because I hear a lot of moms say that same kind of thing. Oh, we have to do 
this math or we have to do school this way because that's the only way that they're going to succeed. Or we have to be really regimented because my kids won't learn in any other way. Um, and, you know, I'm feeling a little bit like sometimes those things that we say we have to do are really excuses to make poor choices. Um, it might be our preferences, but we kind of we kind of put that onto our children or we put it into um, this realm that um, keeps us from enjoying the best. Um, even I, I remember having a conversation with my my wife, um, you know, where it gets around Christmas and this happens every year. And I've already vowed to say it's not going to happen this year. But every year, you know, it, it starts to get stressful towards those last couple of weeks before Christmas. Can you imagine? And, uh, you know, I'm all about fun and like, oh, let's do this. And Debbie's like, well, every time you want to do something fun, it just means more work for me. And what she means is that I don't really think of all the details. And she feels like all the details are thrown on her and that she has to do them. So, for example, when we have our family Advent nights and we have one a week from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And you like those, right, Ben? Yeah, they're fun. I mean, I don't get to do as many as I used to, but uh, when I did, they're fun. I mean, yeah. usually. And, you know, and it was basically <laughs> the same kind of thing. We'd maybe have a little craft or, you know, we'd do, have some sparkling grape juice and, and we'd do whatever. Well, my wife would always say, you know, like, I kind of wouldn't worry about the details. And we would just kind of wing it when we got there. Um, and she would be stressed out because she didn't get sparkling grape juice or she didn't get the cookies or we don't have the craft put ready to go. And those really frustrated her. And sometimes it made it to the point where she couldn't really enjoy the time that we had together. Um, that's my fear, is that some of you moms are so focused on all the things that have to be done that you're missing the better part. You know, and so I thought maybe we would talk about is just, you know, how to make choices. I'm going to show you how to make choices. But before we do that, why don't you give us a little commercial, Ben? I want to take a quick minute to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums available, and our family has used it for many years, and we love it. They have a new 3.0 version of the curriculum that is better than ever, and you can access it from basically any device that has a browser, including Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones and tablets. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in a fun and easy way to help your child understand and learn better. It also takes the stress and responsibility away from you, and Teaching Textbooks stores your child's results so you can easily check in on their progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun. You can visit the website teachingtextbooks.com to check out a free trial or view a sample lesson. Thanks to Teaching Textbooks for all their support. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, and uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to kind of, we're going to have these two options, relationship and everything else. You know, because relationship is the the part that lasts. It's the part with your child or your spouse or the or, or any person really. And you know, these other things sometimes get in the way. But some of these things have to be done, right? That's the phrase that my wife uses, and not only her, but other people. Every time I talk about it, people always come up and say, "Yeah, but what about this?" And so I'm going to help you. Now, this is from a man's point of view, and maybe it's easier for a man. I don't know. I think so. Um, <laughs> do you think it might? We be may them? have to talk about the yeah, the man versus woman a little bit on that because I definitely think. I mean, my wife said that all of her wives' friends are. Her friends that are wives say that as 
well that you know there's all these things and she is right in some cases like for today you know like if we go somewhere i'm like okay i got them loaded up and they're dressed or whatever but she's like thought of their bottles and or his bottle and the blankets and underwear and everything everything you could ever think of uh and i think there's definitely more that you know she's like you don't even crosses your mind uh and i definitely think there is some truth to you know planning versus you just kind of show up and hope it all works out because my wife planned ahead a little bit but but here's where it is see it's starting to creep in already and i'm not saying for rissa but for some people it's easier to choose relationship you know they'll say oh yeah you're the ones who fly by the seat of your pants you're the ones who don't care about anything you know that may be true you know but in the same way that there are some people who are naturally kind, naturally gentle, you know, they get to take advantage of those naturally gentle and kind things. And they get the points for being gentle and kind, you know, but the ones who are not naturally that way, they cannot say, well, see, that's not the way I am. You know, I have to be harsh or nobody will listen. You know, again, you know, my thinking is I want to help you choose what's best. You know, I want to help you get the relationship part. Um, I'm going to uh, uh, post something for uh, my next newsletter that's not for women, but it's for dads. It's called the Family Man Weekly. And if your husband isn't signed up, you should sign him up. You can go to our other website, familymanweb.com. You can sign him up for our weekly newsletter. But a guy just sent me a, a uh, uh, an article by a dad who had two twin boys. They looked like about eight or nine years old. And one day recently, like about, I don't know, a month ago, he gets a phone call from his wife and says, I can't remember their names, but Bobby, Bobby is dead. And then she hangs up. And apparently he goes home and, you know, there's this big, you know, police cars are everywhere. And Bobby had, had been diagnosed with some kind of epilepsy. He'd uh, had had one little seizure his whole time ever. And he, that night he had said, you know, he couldn't sleep very well. His dad went and talked with him late in his bed for a little bit. And he died shortly after. Um, but the dad's point was, you know, he was an entrepreneur. The dad was a deal maker. He was a business builder, you know, and he was saying all these things that I was wired to do. And basically he said, I missed the good stuff, you know? And so mom, I'm, I want to help you choose the best stuff, the stuff that will not be taken away, the stuff that lasts forever, those relationship with your children. I don't care what your bent is. I just want to help you. So I thought maybe we'd look at some things, you know, um, that could help you. Maybe, you know, that, that you can even do this. You can do this on your own, you know, because um, uh, the guidelines, you know, to when I have these different things, because my whole thinking was, when does vacuuming go from vacuuming go from being a good thing to being a bad thing? You know, because sometimes it does. You know, because the truth is, is it good to have clean carpets? And the answer is, sure. You know, is there a point when your carpet is so disgusting that, you know, it's not healthy to live in? Yes. You know, could there be microorganisms and bigger organisms? I mean, I remember as a pastor being over at someone's house and there was dog poop all over the carpet. That's a really disgusting thing. It is not a healthy thing. You know, it doesn't matter. 
about the relationship with your kids if your kids are around dog poop, um, you know, on the carpet all day long. You know, yes, it's time to clean things up. Is there a point where it doesn't, you know, where we can say, okay, having clean carpets, we've gone too far. And I think the answer is yes. You know, um, and I think some of us are buying this. You know, we, we say things like, oh, I've got to keep it clean or they're not going to be healthy. You know, I think logically we'd say yes. When it's covered with dog poop, you, do, you have to clean it up. But when it's not normal, maybe it doesn't have to be swept as many times or maybe we don't have to yell at our kids because they haven't vacuumed the carpet. You know, because, again, sometimes all we can see is that one chore of vacuuming. And so we become focused. We push, push, push. You know, our kids are crying and we're miserable and we look at them as the enemy and we miss out on on what's better. You know, in the same thing with your time. You know, it might be in meals. You know, yes. Is it a good thing to cook meals? Yes. Are they, should they be healthy? Sure. But can there be a point where it's taking too much time, taking away from what really matters, you know, spending time with your kids? Because you, you might say things like, well, I don't have time to do fun things because I'm making all these good meals so you can eat them. You know, I mean, even the Bible, what's it say about the stuff we put in our mouth? It's not the stuff that really matters, right? It's the stuff that comes out. It's not about the stuff that goes into your body. Well, what if you don't live as long? It's better to live shorter and enjoy that time with your kids than to live long and to have missed it because you're so focused on the task, the things that have to be done. Um, you know, maybe we can go a little further, um, you know, because, again, moms, let's talk about homeschooling. Because sometimes school gets in the way of relationship. Let's list, just start listing all the things. You can even jot them out there. What are all the things that have to be done in, in school? You know, you might say, well, our kids need math. You got to do math. You know, we got to do science. We got to do all these other things. You know, if they don't do these things, then we start giving our, we give, we make excuses for spending lots of, if they don't get this done, they won't be productive citizens. Right off the bat, is that true? No, that's not true. You know, they may not need all those different things. Say they don't learn any of that. You know, could they still be productive citizens? Of course. Could they have to learn it later on their own? Of course. You know, but again, I think we, we make excuses for missing out on the best stuff. Um, you know, I know one time my wife would say, She'd, she got, uh, again, around Christmas time, she'd say, well, you know, the kit, the presents have to be wrapped. Okay, let's look at that one right there. The presents have to be wrapped. You know, if you're listening to me, logically, do the presents have to be wrapped? And the answer is? Obviously, yes. <laughs> no, no, they don't. What will happen if they don't all get wrapped? And you end, end up putting them in Walmart sacks. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. You know, and again, is it okay to wrap presents? Of course. But it's not okay when you're neglect. You go, I can't spend time with you because I have to wrap presents. You know, and again, my wife's never said that. But I'm just saying it. But the same thing with school. You know, yes, school is important. It's important to teach your kids to read and write. You know, why? Why is it important? 
you know, because you can't you can't read God's word if you don't know how to read. You can't enter and engage with God's word if you can't read it and think thoughtfully, you know. Um, but, you know, do they have to do it at a certain time at a certain level? Probably not. Um, again, Mom, I just want you to, you know, to choose what's better. And I'll tell you, even I, I, I was talking to, or a post today on Facebook, some of the moms were saying, you know, I, I made a post that says, you know, it's normal to have <laughs> stinking attitudes and, and uh, 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 bad attitudes and stinking behavior for you and your kids, you know, um, which is true. And one of the moms, uh, even another mom, Angie Stewart, said um, something about, um, you know, this was one of those days that I just blew it with my kids. And it feels so encouraging to know that other people blow it as well. And and I wrote back and I said, you know, you know, maybe the lessons are not for our kids. Maybe we homeschool not for our kids, but maybe we homeschool for us. And then I was thinking, you know, and I'm going to make a post tomorrow. You know, maybe the most important lessons don't even have anything to do with things that come in books, you know, and I, I don't know, I could probably quiz Ben on some of the things that he learned and he might say, well, you know, what I learned was I learned, you know, to love reading and I, and he does love reading, um, or to love history and he does love history. But you know, the, the lessons I want him to have learned was as a husband, how to ask forgiveness from his wife or to his wife or for his wife, whatever he has to do, you know, um, because that's an important lesson. I mean, when you ask forgiveness from, when you fail your children, you go, will you forgive me? You know, and they get to forgive you and they saw you, how as a parent you did that. That is an incredible lesson, really. Don't you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I just think the whole, yeah, it's a super strong lesson, but I think this is like super easy to do for anyone. I mean, essentially it's replace it with anything that, where someone else else has to either hit your standard or stay out of your way so you can hit your standard or else you're going to be bothered or mad or frustrated or whatever it may be. Because, I mean, with guys, there's tons of things. I think it's like probably work is a big one that, you know, is for men that, you know, can be something that sucks them out of their other their real priorities and relationships. I think like projects, you know, like when I'm working on something, you know, if Rissa or one of the kids is asking me something over and over, you know, that's where it's easy for me to freak out and be like, hey, you know, like I'm working on this, leave me alone or whatever, you know, or uh, I know for a lot of guys, it's, you know, if they're watching sports or whatever. So it's definitely something that like everyone struggles with. And I think that it's just basically, you know, there, there's certain things that are so important that you will prioritize that over a relationship. And anything that causes you to do that, I think, is a clear thing that that's the wrong decision. You know, I mean, there's very few things that would ever be okay to choose that over the relationship with. And the, there are a few of those yeah, things. I mean, if, few, if yeah. somebody comes in with a gun, right. you know, and exactly. they're going to, you know, or I have to jump in and, you know, save someone and my kids are saying, Hey dad, can I watch a video? And I'm like, I'm going to save this person. Right. So can I watch it after you're done? Yeah. You know, I may exactly. ignore them. That's or, yeah, exactly. reasonable, you know, and there are some things, I mean, Ben, you have to go to work, right. you know, every day. There are, you, you know, you just do. That's what a husband does. He provides for the needs of his family, you know. And so, you know, that's okay. But like you said, 
is that the same as saying I'm going to watch a sporting event or, you know, or do something else that I like to do? You know, no. Um, in fact, my Debbie said the other day, she said, um, she goes, because she feels overwhelmed by everything. She goes, I look outside and you're playing tetherball with Jed. And I said, I didn't want to play tetherball with Jed. You know, I didn't want to play that. I didn't want to play four square last night. I didn't want to shoot the basketball last night. I made myself because I'm not one of those fun dads, you know, who likes to play all the time. I know some of those dads and I wish I was one of those dads. <laughs> I have to make a conscious choice to choose relationship. I have to make a concert conscious choice to choose what matters. And I think moms, especially in homeschooling, you have to do that every day. That doesn't mean you throw everything out. Is it important to learn math? Yes. Do the kids need to plug through those math facts? Yes, you know, but is it also important to have fun with your kids in the middle of the day? Yes. Is it sometimes more important than math facts? Yes, not at the neglect of not doing them. Because again, that's what we think. We start to play that, you know, that, that thing again. Well, if our kids don't learn our math facts, well, are they not learning their math facts if they don't do it today? No, but of course not. You know, so again, I think it's a logical choice. It's an easy choice. You know, I keep pushing and saying stupid things like you need to smile at your kids. You know, that's a logical thing. I mean, I, I don't know, Ben, I, if you've ever done this, you, you it's easy probably right now because your kids are small. But sometimes as your kids get bigger, it's harder to smile at them. You know, and there are times where I walk into a room and I'm like, OK, I'm going to smile. I'm going to smile. And I go in and I go. You know, hey, how are you doing? You know, and that is like a total non-voluntary. It's an act of the will that I can make myself smile. I can do it just like that. I don't have to feel it at all. Or when you say I'm going to hug my child, you don't have to feel like hugging your child. You just do it. And that's choosing relationship. That's choosing what matters. Um, so, you know, I guess what I want, I want, I want us parents to stop making excuses and stop saying, well, oh, we have to we have to have the house this clean because if we don't have it this clean, you know, our family can't function. You know, that is a bunch of baloney because you're not going to get to the end of your life. And, you know, God's not going to say, hey, way to go in keeping your house clean. Um, in fact, I can't find any, even a single verse in the Bible that talks about keeping your house clean. Yes, there are some things that talk about, you know, Proverbs 31 woman about her home or, you know, in Titus chapter two, where she's a keeper of the home, but it doesn't say on whatever level, but we've taken that and we've elevated it to some kind of spiritualness. And that's just not true. And so I think we need to look at boldly in the face and maybe make a conscious effort or choice that today I'm going to choose relationship over cleaning my house, you know, and it's going to be sloppy today and that's okay. And again, maybe you're on the other end of that. Maybe you're a sloppy mom and you have to make a conscious ch choice to say, you know, maybe I'm using my the relationship as an excuse, you know, not to clean up my house. I think um, the other big one is so. it's easy, not just from a house or materialistic, but also just from like a parenting style. You know, I think a lot of people have this like running list of, 
the parenting style that I want to be like, or I want to look like this, or I want to always make sure we, you know, do devotions at a certain time or whatever it may be. And that can be the same thing where you looking a certain way, whether it's just to yourself, you know, which I think is very common or, uh, you know, to friends or social media or whatever else it may be. And if you're not able to maintain that and this, your running list of how that's supposed to look, it's, you know, thrown off. That's another, I feel like is, you know, across the board for everyone is really easy to prioritize that over relationships as well. But there's tons and tons and tons of things, obviously, that it could be. But that Well, was. and again, I think we use that. We kind of make it as an excuse. Right. We yeah, say you justify things like, it. You're oh, always, yeah. I have to, I have to be this way. Right. You know, and as though, and that's not true. That's not, that, that's, that's a lie. I have to be this way, you know, and we make excuses like our kids, you know, that's the only way they can really learn, you know, if the, if we do it really regimented like this. And I'm like, I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, I think it's a, sometimes it's a, you're lying to yourself or you're making excuses, even when your kids are miserable and it's just not true. So anyway. That's what I've been thinking about, you know? So that's what I want for you, mom. I want you to choose relationship. And maybe it feels a little daunting to think that you have to do that for the rest of your life. Don't do the rest of your life. Do right now. You know, maybe as soon as you're off this computer, maybe you say, hey, I'm choosing my computer and Facebook over relationship with my children. And maybe your kids are going to bed by themselves right now. They're putting themselves to bed because you're doing this. Why would you waste your time listening to us? But thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being here. You know, or maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe you just focus on tomorrow. And you say, I'm going to try to choose relationship. We're still going to plug away. We're going to do our subjects. But I'm not going to do it for me. You know, I'm not going to do it for anybody else. I'm going to do it because I believe it's the right thing to do. And I'm and if I'm interrupted, I'm going to choose relationship because that's what matters. And again, that that dad who wrote that about his son dying man, he would he would give it away in a in a heartbeat to have another, you know, a little bit more time with his child. And, uh, you know, but it's too late. Um, So, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. I was thinking as I was looking in my in my monitor because I can see myself. You see my T-shirt staying married. Um, it says hashtag staying married. Um, you know, we started a, a movement uh, about two years ago. Um, and, uh, we were just part of the biggest homeschooling lesson. I, have, I believe I'm teaching my children is this one right here. You know, it's not telling other people to stay married. It's telling, it's my declaration to my children, to anyone around me that I'm staying married. If you'd like to be a part of the movement, you know, um, we've got some t-shirts, we've got some gray ones some black ones. Um, that's all they say on the front. Um, but uh, we've got them on our website. You can get them for uh, $16. And it's free shipping on the T-shirts. So if you'd like to be a part of that, uh, you can go to the smilinghomeschooler.com and you can order your Staying Married T-shirts uh, for yourself or for your spouse and yourself. Um, and that's a lesson um, that's worth learning. So uh, have a great week. Um, make sure you choose relationship tomorrow. Don't go for the whole week. Just tomorrow. And uh, don't forget to smile. She's daddy's little girl as I drop to my knees by her Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. If you have a question or a word of encouragement, we would love if you would send us a Facebook message. We read all of them and try to get back to them. And if you would like your question answered on the show, we can do that or we'll just answer it privately. 
We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. They make math fun. You can check out a free trial over at the website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a wonderful week, and as always, keep smiling.
Butterfly kisses